We're back, Minds Like Minds Podcast. I'm your host, R.L. Malpica. And I'm the co-host, Deshaun, The Definition. And, uh, you know, we're here with, uh, man, my brother from another mother. Right, the fuck You know on. what I'm saying? MA2Ts, Matthew Thomas, photographer, filmmaker, comedian. I mean, you uh, name it, the Model, man. part-time comedian, dad, <laughs> brother, an official member of the motherfucking artistic crew. <laughs> What's good, brother? Hey, what's happening, man? How y'all feeling? Oh, we feeling good, 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 man. We feeling real good. good. Energy is up. It's oh. high as a motherfucker. You know, I, you know, I, I got excited about this this specific episode because you know it's been a minute to you know since we can just get on here and vibe a little bit, right, right, and cut up a little bit and and really kind of be ourselves and get back to the root of what the podcast is, and that's um, friends sitting around talking shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's kick that off. I waited for this. Oh yeah, let's talk can't. about the ponytail. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about let's talk let's talk let's let's talk about the ponytail. You know, did, did did you did you wake up and say today's ponytail day? You know, <laughs> give us the. Th- <laughs> for all of you, all you guys out there know, I'm on I'm on my own little journey. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. hey, have I not said at one point you gonna you gonna see me? You gonna see RL Melpi gonna be like, oh, okay, he went, he he's doing his thing. He's he's Expressing himself to the fully, to the fullest. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're in your um, you're in your coma right now, and you're about to break out to your full artistic self. And we're watching the motherfucking transition, bro. It's a metamorphosis, bro. Trans transportation, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> Not and, transportation. You know the the moment I was able to actually put it in a little ponytail. Yeah. You know I was gonna do it. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? Yeah. You know? Hey, who's shit. gonna stop you? No, ain't nobody gonna stop. Fuck it, man bun Wednesday. <laughs> That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I dig it. I just I, I saw it. You, and I, I just saw it and I was like, he's just gonna do whatever he wants to do. That's what we do, bro. He's just gonna do whatever you want to do. That's living free. That's I, free living. I, you know, I was just gonna say the initial thing, bro, of life is is living on your own terms. Word That's on. where we try to get to. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> to be able to live and to be able to create art. With your most authentic self. Yes. Period. You know what I'm saying? That's Period. that's what we trying to be on. That's the high level frequency shit we trying to be on. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. We know you with it, man. And you know, you've been on your own journey. Yeah. Um, which uh, which has been beautiful to watch, honestly. You know, Thank for you. anyone who watched the first episode that you were on, I think it was episode seven, no labels, to where you are now, you know what I'm saying, you know. From a mental standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, from a growth standpoint, man, like talk us through that journey because it's been beautiful to fucking watch, bro. I think um, I'm in the best shape of my life, first of all, not physically, you know, <laughs> I, you know, but but mentally, you know, I think it just it just hit me. It's like I'm gonna do what I want to do. That's that's why I love the ponytail that you have so much <laughs> because it's, it's representation. Word you know? up, you know. I'm in. We're in. Let me get back to the mic. Yeah, get a little closer. Let me get bro. back to the mic. You know what I'm saying you got to be intimate with the mic. You feel me? No. <laughs> Pause. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not getting intimate with the mic. Uh, I'm not. You gotta be at one. What, with the what mic. show is this? What, what that show? Sound is like it? a motherfucking Prince song. <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> Looking fresh. I dig it. Um, but you know, I, I think not think, I know it was just it, it just got to a point for me, you know, after I don't know, last year or, or 
you know, I think last time I was here, what was popping? It was, it was the George Floyd thing, you know, it was really, you know, and I was yeah. affected. And then, you know, we just had a crazy 2020 year. And then, I don't know, I just woke up and I was like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Right and I think the, the transformation became complete when I quit my job. You know what I'm saying? That's big. I motherfucking absolutely know what you're saying. We're going to get a little bit deep into that later, though. Ab- absolutely, because it's, it's an amazing story. It's a funny story. Right. But that's how we're here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I can't complain. Like, I, I feel fantastic creatively. I'm in the best place I, I've been in ever, actually. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and simply, just get them to do what I want. I don't, I don't think about it. I don't, um, I don't have a plan. What looks good to me? Let's go, bro. If that's not the epitome of living in the present, I don't know what the fuck is. And I and right. I and I and I feel it too. You know, um, if you're if you if you're a creative person, you know, you've been I don't know, film, you know, pictures, you know, rap, music, everything. You art, drawing, right? You know, you have the you have a goal, and you you want people to. <laughs> appreciate your work, your hard work and everything that you put into it. And as much as you say, I don't care what, what people think, you know, right, like right. majority of the time, eh, you know, you kind of care. Right. And I don't know. It just, it just honestly, 1000% just got to the point to where like my central focus became what's going on with you. What do you like? What are you trying to do? And then I just started trying to make myself happy first. You know, yes. like that was my, that, that's, <laughs> that's where everything started. You know, like I just started trying to make myself happy first. Um, and now, man, I just. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that, man, because um, we talk about indoctrination almost on every motherfucking um, episode. And it's not going to stop today. <laughs> um, that's one thing that the indoctrination teaches us. And and it's so, so strongly reinforces the fact that that you have to go by this um, this cookie cookie cutter kind of mold in society, and you have to conform. And I think the reason that us as artists get bad raps is because we don't want to conform. We don't we don't want to be sheep. Not saying that people are sheep. Some people are sheep. You know what I'm saying? Let's just be it's real about that it's shit. A fact. Um. And it's okay. It's okay. But some people are artists. Some people some people have we we go by our imagination or we're we're led by our imagination and we have the ability to imagine something and make it become tangible. You know what I'm saying? And it all starts with a thought. I don't know how the masses feel about that, but, you know, not everybody can do that shit. Not everybody can come up with an idea and work the motherfucker from A to Z until it's done and and have an artistic eye while doing it. Or, you know, just a level of discipline to carry it through. You know, we get bad raps as being moody or, you know what I'm saying, whatever the fuck. (laughs) But it's kind of how we're wired. It's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word up. Absolutely. You know, you were you had mentioned just the indoctrination. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Because I felt like so. I, I felt like I slurred my word, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <clears throat> but like the the system. You know what I'm saying? A, a quick quick story. Uh, first job I ever had. Um, uh, fresh out of fresh out of school, fresh out of college. Uh, moved back home to to Chicago. 
and I got this job as a uh, healthcare um, recruitment manager. So, um, you know, I go in and, you know, I'm fresh out of school. So I have like this mustache and beard. And it, it turned out that I was replacing just the only recruiter that was there. So this job really, really needed me. You know, so they let me, you know, let me keep the mustache beard. They never said anything. And then we hired another guy, and then we hired another guy, and we had a team. And so I was sitting in a meeting, and they were like, you know, you know, part of the rules are you you can't have facial hair, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've been here like six to eight months. Like, what you, you know, what you mean? I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of part of it. And they didn't, they didn't tell me to shave, right. but it was implied. And so at the time, I was like, well, guess I better, guess I better shave, you right, know? Right, And so then that started right there. That started this image and this, this perception of that I needed to be clean cut, I needed to be yes. something. And actually, when I think about it, I think that was the, the spark. That was the spawn of the Matthew Thomas uh, professional personality. You know, I mean, granted, I smile a lot, talk a lot of shit. You know, I like to have a good time. But right. that was where I was like, okay, I am going to form and mold this, this person. You know, uh, fast forward to 12 Thirteen. I don't know how long I've been you know, in the in in the professional world, Cor- corporate America, and corporate America to where I'm at now. Shout out to corporate America, crushing dreams on a daily. <laughs> right on. Truth. Truth. <laughs> on a fucking daily, bro. Well, the, and it does. Sometimes it doesn't even let you let your dream start. It doesn't yeah. even allow you to put yourself in a position right. to begin. So it's it's I love the fact that now where my head is at now is if if I can't have my hair the way it is, if I can't have my if I can't have a no if I if I have to change anything about my appearance, this ain't the job for me. If you can't rock a ponytail. If you can't rock a if I can't rock a ponytail. Shout out to, uh, um, to all be men out there with man buns. Absolutely, man. I was like Hey, Machine Gun Kelly, what up, brother? Yeah. I mean, cause like myself, I can't <laughs> I can't grow hair like I used to. I used to have <clears throat> locks and shit. No, and, sir. Yeah, uh, um, when we shot the um commercial for the It's the Cut Barbershop, I had locks. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I did. Now, I did. now my motherfucking hairline was receding. You had a rapid. You had the tongue pole at a rapid. Like rate. It was kind of more so like uh, it was real close to the um Floyd Mayweather senior look. Okay, <laughs> before he cut his shit. That's kind of comparable to the fucking uh, predator. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I knew it was time to let them shits go. <laughs> when I was looking in the mirror and I had like a motherfucking landing strip right here <laughs> with the with the locks like all on the side of shit. But it's I could time. pull that. I could I could rock a ponytail. Right right but wasn't none shit right here but skin. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to let them motherfuckers go, bro. Yo, I, I respect that. That I mean, yeah. the real yeah. reason why I'm growing my hair, I'm I'm, I'm soon just gonna drape down over yeah. my over Word. over the forehead. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta combat it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and when it's time to hang it up, hopefully someone will tell me. Someone will let uh, me know. You you, you, know you ain't nobody gonna have to tell you, man. You, <laughs> you gonna know? Common, here we come. Yeah, uh, baldy and beard. Hold hold <laughs> on to it. Beard. Trust me, hold on to it until that shit starts falling the fuck out. Hashtag invoke. Right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, my my gosh, shit don't yeah. grow back like it used to. Oh, that's cool, man. A lot of stuff started changing. We, I could spend 45 minutes on everything that has changed about me, my body, and my life. I have a 17 year old that just laughs at me all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah I just yeah, You stand I, up. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, you know, I have one of those at home, too. This, uh, 
it's it's funny, man. You know what I'm saying? Being girl dads and being boy dads. You know what I'm saying? But you see your son. He's an athlete. He's all built up, muscles every motherfucking way. It's like, God damn. <laughs> Can I take him? I, I used to look like that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like this generation just kind of makes shit better and they're they're better than we were. But I wasn't I'm I wasn't as muscular as my son. It's like right. God damn, let me put this motherfucking pancakes down and shit. <laughs> uh quit eating so much fried chicken and shit. But it's it's a beautiful thing, man, to just see our mini me's become the people that they are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. It's, the, it's a personalities and shit. And to sure. be able to take motivation from them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, in, I'm inspired yeah. by my kid. Like, yeah. all, oh, all, the, oh. all the time. Oh, you know what sure. I'm saying? Straight like, facts. Facts like a motherfucker. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, you, straight facts. You know, you know I mean? it's easy, you know, when you have a you young, you have a shorty, and, and, you know, you start just naturally, you start building them in your image. Like, that's yeah. yes. that's what yeah. you just do, like, naturally. Yeah. And so, I'm definitely inspired by my children. They They... They completely make me a better person, P- like period, point blank. Love. Made me want to be a better person. Love. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Period, point blank. Always, always That's watching. You know what I'm saying? Talking a little bit. You good? You good? Am I popping? You ain't popping, son. Because I can pop and lock if we, you know what I'm saying? I, I want a battle, bro. No, I, not no, from the, the man that, that not from from the man that did a a, a backflip nip up on the dance floor. No, I remember that do, he, he he stopped break dancing. Like Ramon, did? Ramon stopped break dancing. You stopped break dancing. You talking about the wedding or something? You know what I'm talking about. Thanks, so. You know exactly yeah, what I'm talking. Yeah, you know exactly dancing. what I'm talking. Like break 89. Yeah, hey, my, my hip ain't been the same since. <laughs> now that I believe, bro. That I believe because like yeah. like knowing you for 20 years, I've never seen you dance. Really? No, not even a little bit. Man, not a fucking he'll cabbage patch. He don't know what real mean. He, <laughs> not, not, not a running man. What? Oh, he'll kill the running man, cabbage oh, man. patch, all never that. Never seen it, bro. All that. Stop never. hiding, man. Let your never yourself s- out. Never seen this cat dance before, bro. Yo, put the beat on. Hold on. Put the, he, he smoke a lot of cannabis, bro. <laughs> he don't, like he, large, he don't remember that shit. Large artistic amounts of cannabis. It's good I for the body, consume. good for the brain. Yeah, but I've good. never seen it's good him. Good for the soul. Never seen him electric slide. I never seen him do the percolator. You never seen me Dougie? I damn sure never seen you Dougie. They got they had the percolator in, in Texas. Well, no, I don't. I don't believe. But you so. know about I, always, I, I do know about it. It used to be a whole fucking song about it. Time for the percolator. Time for the yeah, percolator. Is it bad yeah. that I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about? It's old, bro. It's it's an old he, ass school. He, man, it's, but he old. It's an old ass song, like, bro. Like Ramon like, ain't it's old. old in the motherfucker. I ain't never heard of percolator, bro. It's old. It's old. Is it a commercial break? Because if, if there's anybody listening to us, like I mean, I know there is, but can somebody send it to the Facebook Live? Uh, the song. Uh, the percolator or whatever the fuck it is, and send a video with the dance. Oh yeah, it, definitely. It, if you, you could do that, send a video with that the would dance. be even more important, bro. <laughs> to, so we I can really look at the, the dance like off of YouTube. I mean, I've heard of people saying percolating, but I never heard. Oh, of it's, of yeah, it's a whole dance. It's, bro. A, it's, it's a, like a dance. dance man. You got to do that for the culture once you see it, man. Hmm, I might have to. Yeah, I, I got you. I film it. You Shout out to motherfuckers who love to dance, bro. Period. You know, you know, it's crazy because dancing. Used to mean something so different a few decades yeah. ago than it means today. Yeah, like you know, like my mom, for instance. Like yeah. to this day, yeah, I, I ain't gonna put an age out there. <laughs> right, she'll kick my motherfucking ass. <laughs> she'll put hands on you. She'll put hands on them. Like she'll, you know, she'll go dancing right now and dance all night, bro. You invite me to the club, bro. Like I, I have a couple drinks. 
might do a few songs, but by about 9, 30, 10 o'clock, I'm throwing them young deuces up, bro. Bro, I man, I can't even get that far, bro. Cause <laughs> I I have I have turned into the motherfucker that be like, uh, why is the music so loud? <laughs> why is it so many I I gotta yell at you to talk? Uh, fuck this, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's that's who I am. I'm I'm home, man. I'm like it's I'm not even joking. Like yeah. before I was I was thinking about coming coming to do the show. I was like, man, man. Eight o'clock. I'm getting, I'm getting ready for bed around eight o'clock. You know yeah, around, yeah, yeah. Around eight or nine o'clock. If but I'm not, not the reason why you're getting ready for bed at eight o'clock. So you just gonna put me out there like? Well, I mean, because I, I don't want anybody thinking like, damn, he don't look like he old. <laughs> he don't look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I get up early. Right on. I get up a little early. We will just leave it at that. We ain't gotta put the you know they, the coworkers. Time, they make fun of me. Time stamp on that. It's okay. The brother wakes up early in the morning. Yeah, super early. And it's okay. Yeah, like I I mean, like literally my wife is like, yo. <laughs> like like yo. You, get up, you get up in the sun, be like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's <laughs> up again. God <laughs> damn. Come on, raise it up. Raise it up. You wanna talk about you wanna this talk about fucking need some light. Man, like and then don't let me hit the snooze ball like four times. Oh yeah. Don't yeah. let me hit the snooze ball like four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not it's, a snoozer. It's a, I'm it's never, a problem. I'm, I've never been a snoozer. I am, bro. Really? No? I snooze for an hour straight. Oh. I mean, look, you commit to a time, you wake up at the time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sounds I set good. The time an hour before the time I need to wake up, so well, I could a, snooze for an hour. Well, yeah. <laughs> Instead of just waking up at the well, time, so, the first you got to wake up. You got to prepare yourself. Yes. You got, you know, you got to send the, the the thoughts down to the knees and shit. <laughs> you got to make sure your bladder's okay because you don't want to get up too fast and, and piss on yourself or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got to make he sure everything. He got me by a couple years. I ain't made it there yet. I you know, everything is, you know what I'm saying, like all systems are go yes. before you jump the fuck up about the And then bed. you got to fight that voice to be like, what is you doing? Right, wow. right, right. You really, this is what you doing? You really right. trying to get up before 30 in the morning? You trying, for what? What you going to do? Right. What right. you going to do? Right. Scroll on Instagram for a while. You ain't yeah. doing nothing. You know, exactly. it's, it's, all, it's all in yeah. yeah. Look, look in the mirror to see if anything changed from last <laughs> night. <laughs> all right, okay. Hey, I, I'm can, all right. I, can I take out my camera? I gotta take some his, some of his facial expressions. Okay, we all right. We all right. Whatever you, you the yeah. best, brother. You I can do whatever I want. Like, whatever you like. Can I stand size? on the table? Uh, nah, nah. nah we you, we. See, it's a lot of expensive You see how shit changed real yeah. quick? Yeah. Well, you see like, how it changed? It's only because there's a lot of expensive shit on the table that we can't replace <laughs> at this point in time. No. Not a nigga. Hey, once Spotify cut yeah. us that check, you, you could do hands. Right on. That's what I'm talking about. Right on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We don't, we don't have no equipment insurance yet. <laughs> no. So, so tell us, yo, man, like you sent me, I mean, you've been posting a lot of these sky pictures, bro, yes. which is which is a dope ass fucking concept. Man. Thank you, sir. And it just go it just correlates and goes in line with your growth, bro. And you kind of your awakening, man. You know, I know the the first time you went out to Colorado, I remember you hit me up and you were like, "Oh my god, this place is just amazing." And you s- took these amazing pictures and yes, whatnot. Sir. Like kind of give us the 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 inspiration and and kind of the outlook on what that's about and and what do you think you can do with it, brother? Man, 1000%. Um <clears throat> First, it, I like clouds. Like clouds that's that's you know that's that's where it starts. I, I like I like clouds. Um, that first trip to Colorado, life changing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that level of peace. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a mm-hmm. spokesman for Colorado. I feel like I, you know I, I feel like I'll be selling the shit out of Colorado right, all the time. I, I want to go. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I want to go. But Pete, day to day, you know, we get up. You know, we, we go to we, we go to work. Some of us we leave the house. Most of us go to our little computer room and we 
I just beat on the table. My bad. It's all good. Okay. But, We're rebels. Uh, all right, that's the only time I'm gonna do it. I'm not. I just had to get my one. I just get had to get my one table banger. Just my one table banger. And uh, Grande Heffy over here was like, "Don't beat on the table." Easy. <laughs> of course, what are we gonna do? We are gonna beat on the motherfucking on table and shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh man. no, you good, good, man. You good. Um, so just imagine your your normal day to day that's busy, it's hectic. You know, we worrying about just everything. You know, we can get into a, a point where we wake up just worrying. Oh, yeah. You know, just concerned. Um, and just going out there, it's just, it's peaceful. It's quiet. You look and you see, like, these mountains. They have, like, houses that are, like, built. Like, primitive houses, like, built on the side of mountains and shit like that. And it's like, as you're you're out there and you're walking around and you're like, you have no worries. Like, you're, you're walking through and it's kind of like, it it, it helps you to appreciate the earth. In right. a sense, you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm not thinking about anything, you know. And so from there, just walking around and then just just taking pictures, I just fell in love. You know, it has has nothing to do with the cannabis shops that are everywhere on every corner. <laughs> right. They have they have weed shops like they have liquor stores in Chicago. Yes. That's how nuts it is. It's it's a crazy experience. But That's what's up? But I mean, just being out there, laying in the grass. Looking at the sky, you know, if 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 fifteen years ago Matt heard this Matt talking about leaning in the grass and looking on the sky, I'd be like, oh, what's he smoking? You know, what's 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 right, going on right, with him? Right, right. But it's just such a level of peace, and and you know, you can, I won't say it's age, but you you can reach a certain age where you just start appreciating shit. You know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, it's age because we have a we have a greater acceptance. All right. Of, of beauty and we become a lot more humble I, like i'm 46 i don't think young 46 yeah i thank you i appreciate it but i don't think like i thought at 26 right on at 36 you know what i'm saying like like my perceptive <clears throat> my my perspective on life now is like take the time smell the roses drink a cup of coffee uh walk barefoot in the garden <laughs> Smell the flowers and shit. You know, smoke some trees. You feel me? Yeah. But it's completely like chilling on it. Absolutely. Because I, I know, I remember, man, it was a time in my life when I was real high strung, real stressed out. You know, mm-hmm. everything just, you know, you just redlining on everything. Just like a like a balloon ready to bust. Any, right. Anytime, something. Just anything. Yeah, yeah, you know right what I'm on. saying? And, and you know, I, I started learning about how, how deadly stress is. You know what I'm saying? The silent killer and shit. And um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of start slowing down. Man, now that you, you know, it's now that you you say when you talk about stress, when I was talking about my journey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rewind it real quick just yeah. to jump back to the journey because it just reminded me of rewind. Right on. You edit me doing that. Out. I don't I don't want that on. Ain't no edits. Time. No edits. No edits. Wait a minute. Do, do, do it one more time. <laughs> There it is. There that, it is. That's, all right. There it is, everybody. Yeah, I made two T's. Uh, nah, I mean, um, but I was working. I don't think I. No, I don't even. I don't know if I've shared the story with you. Maybe I have. But long story. Long story short. First off, it's it's RL. <laughs> uh, technically, it's RL. It's RL. For everybody who did not catch that. For the record, bro. Okay. (laughs) 
Father, three record. friends yeah. on the podcast right. talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, just an extension of the Flower Child. Uh, oh man, if y'all could only heard what you know, shit. We had another podcast there, but continue. I'm not, yeah, continue. Right. I'm not. I'm not coming to eat with y'all next time. I'm coming here because we dropped a lot of fire there. We did. We did. Um, you know, the job that I was talking about that I quit that I hate. It was you know if mortgage and you know, we work in mortgage. Right super stressful. It's and it's made to be more stressful than it actually is, but I got sick. You know, um, I, 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 you get so wrapped up in it, you don't even know that you're stressed out. It just becomes a part of your your day to day. You know, the the little knot in your stomach when you're getting ready to get started, or the dread to go to the office, or like, all right, who am I gonna have to argue? Who am I have to deal with? And, and you just get used to it. And so, long story short, man, I guess I just got over, overly stressed and. Man, started out, I got, I think it was, what is it called? Gastritis, you know, mm. something like that. Um, went to the urgent care and they told me what it was. And literally, like, I was like, right, I'm done. Now, yeah. funny thing is, I want to shout out my, my boss at the time because I think it was a Thursday. I called him that Thursday, quit. And he had enough foresight to know, hey, he's just a little heated. He's just a little, he's just, he's just a little fired up. Right. And so I came back to work Monday. We never spoke of it. And, and, my man, Drew, if you ever see this, I, I love you for that because, you know, quitting your job in the middle of a pandemic when you don't know what you're going to do next, it wasn't a good look. I think right. I think I think my wife heard me say it and I think I kind of I kind of saw her out the corner of her eye like. <laughs> gave you right, 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 right. <laughs> she right. didn't say she didn't say nothing, though. She didn't have to. But she was thinking, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I felt it. I, yeah. I, 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 right, I felt right. it. Um, so. So getting sick, you know, and, and, you know, talking to the doctors and realizing, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's stress related. And then I think that was one of the major like wake up moments for me. I'm like, look, I don't care about this job that much. I don't I don't care about anything enough right. to where it's, you know, where it, it's going to it's going to make me sick. And I think that that's where the turnaround started. And, and I started thinking like, man, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, man, that's what you know, that that right there is just another proponent of the mind body connection, man. Like, wow. How, you know what I'm saying, stress and, and, and different types of ailments, you know, mental ailments can really affect your physical health. And, um, you know, that's why anybody out there, you know, who's spending years and years in jobs they fucking can't stand or relationships they can't stand or around people they can't stand, you know, just walk away. You know, understand? I understand we have we have things in life that, you know, we got to pay bills and, and we got kids and things of that nature. But. Things don't have to have to happen immediately. You know, if you have that feeling, you know, that feeling every time you go to work like you talked about or that feeling every time you come home from work because you really don't want to deal with the person you're living with or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That that's the universe telling you, like, this isn't for you. Right. And the universe is going to open doors for you, but it's going to take you to 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 take that leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? And put that trust in something bigger than than what you can honestly comprehend because we're all conditioned to think that's just how life's going to be. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I heard the fucking um, statement that, you know, well, who said marriages were supposed to be fun? You know, back in the 50s and shit, you know, you got married and you stayed married and it didn't matter. It, if, if it was a good marriage, if you were happy, that was a bonus. That's like icing on the cake. Say what? Get the fuck out yeah. of here! I mean, but you got you got to think about how fucked up society was back then. That's like, uh, yeah, well, was, hey, you said back then. It's still fucked up now. It just bothered me. It, you it, was it like is, back then. It's still fucked it, up. It now. is right. fucked up. Different right. type of fucked but, up. But it was it was, you know, uh, it was more chauvinistic in a sense of, in a sense of, uh, uh, women standing in their place. 
Right. If the, if the man feels like you're getting out of line, you might have domestic violence on your hands. That's wild to think about now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but but I mean, not saying, and we're not making light of domestic violence at all, um, but it was more susceptible mm-hmm. back in that day because, you know, at that time, women didn't really have a lot of rights. Or power. Or, or they didn't have a, a voice like Absolutely. they have a voice now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Absolutely. And um, but it, you know it's 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 a tragic thing that it happens. But you know back in the 40s and the 50s, it was just a totally different way of life. Man, right. For, but cool, but how were we surviving the, the 40s and the 50s? Just even that same concept. I couldn't imagine walking around in the 40s and 50s. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, like I couldn't even were, imagine. There would have been a lot of few places that we could walk around. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like walk around and not get fucked with. I, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so so changes. We couldn't walk around the same places that a lot of other motherfuckers could walk around and feel freedom and it, yeah, but that's a whole nother I, No, whole nother, whole nother, whole nother, yeah, yeah, but yeah, see the another. problem is those those same concepts of life and philosophy in the 40s and 50s have been passed down generationally because 40s and 50s, you got to think, that's probably when people our age, that's when our parents were born. Roughly, right, right, right. Roughly right, around right. then. And they were, you know, taught philosophies from their parents. Right. So it gets passed down from generation. And now now it's starting to, you know, to, to kind of make its way and come to pass a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of people that those concepts still apply. You know, that's yeah. why shit. That's why you have, you know... Arguments about stupid shit like, you know, gender pay gaps and, and pay inequality and shit like that. And, and, and wondering why, you know, a, a woman who's working the same job as a man is getting paid 20 percent less, you know. And it's all by design. Who's oh, just as does. talented or maybe even more. Oh, yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like oh, a lot. Sure. Let's, yeah, it's all by design, yeah. man. It's, a lot of times the women are bringing the people to the theaters. You know what I'm saying? Like quick sidebar. Sidebar. Wonder Woman is fantastic. Like that, the the first Wonder Woman is fan. It's a fa- it's a fantastic movie. And I was I was watching it for the second time, you know, <clears> with my family the other day. And I was just thinking, like, well, I had two feelings. But the first one was it was like amazing. Look at this leading female powerful actress yanking the dude around. Like, come on, little guy. And everybody like you know, kind of getting behind her and whatnot. Right. And then I was like, damn man, that's not normal. Like, why is that? Why is it so uncommon? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I so like excited? You know, to see you know that sort of thing. So those are my two thoughts. That was my sidebar. Marvel all the way. Marvel over DC. A sidebar to that. Did you know Wonder Woman's sister is black? Yeah. From from um the Amazon Island and shit. (laughs) He's Googling. He's over there Googling. Yeah, no, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. I believe her her uh, her sister and uh, I believe in the comic books her sister was black too. Interesting. That's the wonderful thing about it. We're going to confirm or deny right now. Yeah, keep yeah. talking. Keep talking. No, no. I mean, I mean, I was just thinking about that the other day when I, me and me and the wife, we've been binge watching Living Single again from the 90s, right? The, Queen Latifah? Yeah. yeah. You are living. That's a great fucking show, bro. Oh, it, bro. There's That's one show that I don't care who you are after you watch it, you're smiling. I don't care. Yeah. If you're in a bad mood, throw on some Living Single, I guarantee you'll be smiling. You know, they say that the show is better than Friends. Hey, <laughs> that's a debate. Hey, it's, a, it's a, that's let, let's put that on. Let's put on. We'll talk about that. Let me get to my point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's, we'll get to that point. I mean, because um, it's just a show full of positive black images. Oh, it's it really is. It's character driven. Amazing. Yeah. Character driven. Living amazing in today's characters. society at that time, right. and uh, you know, over, overcoming odds. <clears throat> And it's a shame that we don't have that kind of representation on TV anymore. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I was going with it. And it's like, 
obviously it's by design, but you brought the point up. Fact. She is. She is. Okay. Nice. Now, see, you learn things. This is real. You know what I'm saying? Know, know the ledge up in this motherfucker. Anyway. Straight up, uh, know the ledge, baby. <laughs> know the ledge. Um, but, you know, you talked about Wonder Woman and, and how it's just such a, an anomaly and yeah. an outlier to see a woman, a strong leading woman in such a big movie, right? And what they'll tell you is because, look, I, I took a lot of classes in screenwriting and, and, and filmmaking. And one of the things they tell you is that the Hollywood demographic, you know, is basically 18 to 35 white male. Like, that's what they're trying to win. That's who they're going after. I'm sorry, 18 to 25. My bad. Right. And it's like the old it's like a paradox. OK, is it the demographic that's causing the movies or is it the movies that's causing the demographic? Because if you saw more movies, if they backed more movies with strong leading women characters or strong black leads or strong mm. Hispanic leads. Mm. Right. Talk about then. It. That demographic would change because as long as you see it, the public will trust it. That's one of the, the, the one of the, the mantras that I've had embedded in my head for a long time now. And it's so fucking true. If that's what you saw, just like in the 90s, when you had movies like Boys in the Hood and Brown Sugar and Love Jump, you know, all those mm. strong movies. Uh, Stella got a groove back. Like mm. I could go down the list. Just Love and like, basketball. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like poetic justice. I'm a ball player. Yeah, I'm my boy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. became the norm. Shows like Living Single and Martin and shit, Moesha, and you go down the fucking line, right? You know what I'm Family matters. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. And and well, the fact the is, um, the Wayans and uh, Wait, that's it, the Wayans brothers. Wayans brothers. The, well, no, brother, no, no, not that one. Um, in Living Color. No, oh, with shit. the um and uh, Tisha from uh, Martin, and he had the little. The little, oh, um, um, with Damon, my Damon wife and kids, my wife and kids, my wife and kids, yeah, yeah, my wife and kids, right, phenomenal uh, in the house. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, El- yeah. 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 You take it back Prince now. Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. You know what I'm saying? Like different world, different Cos- world. You know, we can go Cosby down the line. show. You know what I'm saying? So Greatest my show ever. my point is, is that when it's out there, when it's yeah. put out there, people pay, people watch, ratings are up. But good it's point. the paradox, you know. They they want to create, they want to tell you it's the demographic, but they are creating that demographic by what they put out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you pop his collar real quick? Because he just, I mean, he just came through dropping Should bombs. I? Should I? Right. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I, I didn't know if I could. Right. right. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's real shit, though. And, you know, I'm passionate about the film shit. So, but let, let's get back to this Living Single Friends thing real quick. Okay. I, if, if, if that's what, if that's what we're doing. All I'm saying, bro. All I'm saying is uh, Living Singles is like, you know, it's a part of the genre of the greatest shows of ever. And it's it's just better than Friends, bro. And it's <laughs> under that's that's what you're going. It's, it's underrated. Yeah, it's very um, underrated. I'll it, give you it's, that. It's incredibly underrated. Um, you had a a black female rapper, yes. slash well, singer slash shout shout out to Queen Latifah, huge fans of Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some friends from Jersey, man. I got I got yeah. a couple from Jersey. People are crazy, man. They be wild. They talk funny. They make up their, <laughs> they make up their own words. <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. So yeah, you got you got the queen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got uh Kim Coles, you know, who played Eric, just, Erica Alexander. Oh yeah. She, uh, Pam Pam from from the Cosby, that's you know Erica what I'm saying? Eric, she's a um love her. TC uh, Carson. TC Carson. Uh, who played the educated okay. stockbroker, okay. you know what I'm John saying? Hinton. Okay. John Hinton from Cleveland. Yeah, just in case y'all didn't know. We didn't. I didn't know that. Well, Oops, now you his do. Girl. Uh, <laughs> Kim Coles. Kim oh, Coles. Kim Coles. Yeah. Uh, Kim Fields. Kim Fields from Kim, fucking um, Facts, Facts of Life, Life, bro. Tootsie. Tootsie. 
No, Tootie, Tootie. Tootie. Yeah, uh-huh. One of the, so one of the one of the great things about that show is just the the multiple storylines and, and how they did it and, and the character arcs in right. that actual show and how they knew how to play off of the relationships. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you knew um uh when KC and Pam I'm just gonna call her cousin Pam because that's how I know her. I know right, her cousin right, Pam. Right. You you could did you say KC? TC. 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 Okay. TC Carson. I was, well, I was listening to Josie on the way over here. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? I was listening to little Josie trying to yeah. kind of catch the vibe for the pie. You know what I'm right saying? Right on. Um, but I just think back to the dynamic. I just talk about those two characters, and I just think yeah. about the dynamic of enemies. Yeah. Right? And then the bickering, and then the constant to the, oh, man, there's some chemistry there, yeah. too, like, to yeah. the point where you're like, get together, get yeah, together, yeah, get yeah, together. Yeah. And then when it happened... Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just old school, like slow build writing, you know, where you are building a story, you are creating characters and you are investment. What do we talk about all the time? Yes. Emotionally invested. Emotionally <laughs> invest in a character. On top of that, you got you got an ensemble cast yeah. where it's safe to say that everybody's a fan of every character. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? On top of the ensemble cast, they had great guests on the show. Yeah. Yeah, Great man. cameo appearances. Heavy D. Heavy diddly 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 diddly. Got nothing but love for you, baby. Athletes and shit on there. Yeah, Dion on there for like a split second. Did they? Yeah, so it, Neon, you know, yeah. and it's a lot, a lot of those older shows, they, you know, they they had. Um, that was a big thing back then. Yeah. Bobby, uh, Bobby Bonilla was on there. I just watched the one with him on there the yeah. other day. I mean, um, so you know. Rosie O'Donnell on there, bro. Yeah. So how many, she's how many um, African Americans were on Friends? One it was, Alicia, That was the girlfriend girl. Yeah The um, girlfriend for like what uh, Episode and a half <laughs> How in the fuck you in New York And you ain't got no black friends Or you ain't got no multi-ethnic friends You ain't the, got They're on the upper west side Did bro. they have Asians <laughs> Mexicans Yeah they African had Americans uh, Indians Fuck no that's, that's They had a couple Italians You know what that shit is That Fucking friends is the equivalent of the Flintstones and the fucking Jetsons, bro. Uh, see, yeah, see, nah, there's, there's, there's no record, too far, there's, there's no, was, there's was no, there, there's there no, wasn't, there's no multi ethnic representation on friends. We ain't in the future, like we wasn't. Now we, I think about it, we was we, and then the Flintstones, we wasn't in the past either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So friends is just like, uh. Uh, what a real life depiction of those. But see, you gotta put it both ass. ways. I mean, like, like look at Martin. Martin didn't have any white. Yeah, it did. Yeah, he did. White, white Bob. That was Martin. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> Martin, Martin, uh, Garrett Morrison's character, the radio owner, and his Sean, and Sean, uh, Sean. Yeah, he was white. He was white, and he was consistent. A, a reoccurring. Can somebody um, call into the show? There had to be a a brother or a Hispanic. I'm motherfucking friends. No, hey, no, uh, and they fucking they in a gentrified area of New York. They gotta be fucking trash. See, I think Ramon's going to bat for friends because he knows what else is on the hot block, which is Seinfeld. How many was in Seinfeld? Seinfeld had a bunch of black characters. Did it? I only saw like six. I mean, episodes. Not I didn't. No, oh. I didn't. What do you okay. mean? What a bunch of them. Like What's Frank, a bunch? Kramer was dating a black girl. Like, yeah, understand. What's a like, bunch? Like Seinfeld had, had one, one the, irony, Kramer, uh, the irony, Kramer. The irony. Yeah, right. Six, <laughs> six, 
uh, every six months they would have some uh, color in the, in the one of the episodes. They had the, the the Puerto Rican dude that would always threaten to beat up uh, Kramer uh, who lived in the who lived in the building. Or no, he didn't live in the building, but he always threatened to beat up uh, Kramer. You had um, oh you had John Paul. Who? John Paul, Sean Paul, Sean Paul, John, John Paul, the one, the the Nigerian runner who <laughs> who overslept for the for the marathon. Come on, man! Don't ring any bells, bro. Don't ring any bells either. Y'all just don't watch. Anyway, you're right. Back to uh, friends. Right. Okay, yeah. Look, look. By no means, I love Living Single. Living Single is a classic show, classic. But Friends was just better written, and it was funnier. That's it. Was it? It, it ain't about the it, character. It definitely wasn't funnier. It was definitely it was funny. It was definitely wasn't funnier unless you. It, it was funnier if you like raisins in your potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that was the kind of humor that Friends had. So it wasn't it wasn't relatable. It it, it didn't to us. I, don't I mean, it was. I don't. I don't. Think it was. It was relatable to to some Relationships, you know. Okay. You know, three, you know. Come on, man. Friends was very relatable. Fuck, I, fuck friends, yeah, bro. I saw. I saw like four I, episodes. So I'm, I, I'm not even look, equipped I, to I'm have a, this I'm conversation. I'm, I'm gonna go on record. I just like to argue. I've never watched a complete episode. So of how friends. can you speak <laughs> on it then? Because I have never watched a full episode of Friends. That's how I can speak on it. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. It's it just. It just. I it, mean, the idea of it does the, not. It's not. The you're dudes not, you're not was goofy enticed. as fuck. Oh man. I don't know on, what man. the fuck was up with the chicks. Oh, I, like I said, I, who's I, Chandler? What's who's, Chandler? Who was his? What's his name? Is that Matthew? Um. Um. Shit. Uh. Matthew Broderick? No. No, not no, Matthew Broderick. That's no. Yeah, that's we need a producer. We're darker. We need a producer. We need darker. Right. 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 Yeah, Joey, the dumb, you know, the dumb one. The dumb uh, I know the girls. Though. I mean, Jennifer Aniston and Lisa Kudrow and um, Lisa Kudrow's hilarious. I don't, I don't care. I, Lisa, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, I forgot the fuck that shit. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah, fuck man. That shit, I just forgot the dude. Bro. It's um, shit. I can't remember. He was in a movie with Salma Hayek. Who? The dude uh, played Chandler. David. Sh- uh, I know he's talking about. I don't know his I, name. I know I his name. Matthew Perry. Yeah, Matthew Perry. Is it Matthew it. Perry? Yeah, yeah Matthew look Perry. at me. Look at me. No. Yeah, that's a funny dude. Is, and and we only know that because we probably watched some MTV shit. He was probably on TRL or some shit yeah, like that. I, or, or fucking I, David Letterman <laughs> on Saturday Night Live or some shit like that. He's a wild boy. On, this show's a wild boy. I'm just saying, bro. That, sh- that, that show was, it was some bullshit. Okay. It, uh, wasn't, it wasn't for him. I think it yeah, closed it. Yeah, it wasn't for him. Yeah, it wasn't for it, me. It wasn't. I, it, and it does not stand up against the Cosby show either. Fucking fight me. Facts. Cosby Show is a good family show, bro. But they're not they're Wait, different categories. Stop. Great family show. Great family show. Great family show. Great family. I, I, think I love it, Cosby I Show. I think it was a great show all the way around because yeah. it was well written. Oh, I mean, yeah. It had it had great storylines. But you know what? Cosby Show was fucking revolutionary. It it was. But you know, and there's there's a lot of black people that don't like the Cosby Show. Absolutely. I, absolutely. Because, they said it wasn't realistic. Yeah, they said it they, wasn't. Yeah, they felt see, made it more comfortable. That's a conversation because yeah. that's bullshit. That it's is what, bullshit. Yeah, that is. I, I, I that's agree. That, that's that indoctrinated. That, that's, yeah, I agree. Mind. That is bullshit. I mean, you know, but but some of us didn't have aspirations to grow up to be lawyers or doctors, and and some of us. So uh, though some of us that didn't, what did they? What were their aspirations? I don't know. Not to be lawyers and doctors. Gotcha. I, I, you what know what I'm saying? I'm not. I can't really speak on what their aspirations were, because you know, I, I was my my options growing up were, uh, you gonna go to school mm-hmm. or you gonna go to the military, 
I, I never was a school kind of guy except barber school and then culinary school. And I and I, I didn't finish culinary school. But you cook so well. Well, that's because when I was a child, okay, my mom, so I come from humble beginnings, right? Right on. So when I was a child, my mom would sit me in the kitchen and just let me play with the pots and the pans. And um, I got familiar with seasonings and shit like that. And, and that's how I became a great chef. Some of the shit you make, I see, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I want it. <laughs> oh, hey, I, I don't. I, uh, I need it. Matter of fact, let's let, let's let's set some up, man. Let's yeah. let, let's set some let's uh, set some up. Because chef definition is live, and, yeah. and we're and, jumping and, that off, and, and, and that's gonna be. We're gonna be doing a tasting soon, bro. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. so let's shoot the tasting. Yeah, let's we we um we definitely gonna get that shit together. All right, love. Because I want everybody to taste my cuisine. At Absolutely. some point in time, you know what I'm saying? Just friend, friends are still better than living single. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what, friends is don't, not don't, even. See, don't take it. Don't take the bait. Wait don't take the bait. Friends is not even. And I hated this show. Friends is not even better than Family Matters. Oh, see, now, now that's. <laughs> come on. Bro. Okay, you're right. That might be a stretch. I mean. <clears throat> First, I loved. I, I loved Family Matters. Uh, Jaleel White is one of the most underrated. Actors of all time, love is a strong word. I watched it and I liked it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I <clears throat> love Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I love that's Fresh Prince. Fresh, I, that's number show. one on my list. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what anybody yeah. has to say. Cosby yeah. Show, Martin, none of them made me cry. Fresh Prince made me cry like twice. Two times. Oh, well, did you I'm watch a rerun of the same episode, or is no. it wasn't the same? <laughs> oh, no, peep it! Okay. I ain't even gonna. There's the obvious one. I ain't even gonna mention it. Okay, right. okay. Tell me okay. when 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 Carlton went and got that gun. You didn't feel something when he was like, "Well, give me the gun, man." You don't remember when that was a good. That was give me the gun. That was a, good that was a little weepy. That was, now, that was now when episode. he threw when he threw the plate of food off of his off of off of uh, <laughs> Will's bed, and Will was like, uh, "I was gonna eat that." <laughs> right. Right. That's Perfect my favorite time. part of that episode. Perfect right, time. Right, right. Perfect time. Like there were some parts where you could just tell, like they were just winging it, and you could tell Will was just winging and just working off of charisma. Right. But as the series went on, there were certain moments where you're like, "Damn, like, he's getting his timing down." You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's getting, we, we, he's getting we, it. We saw the the growth of Will Smith throughout that that show as well. Oh man, I started rewatching that from the beginning, and to see. The Fresh Prince, you know, yeah. when he before he was Will Smith, right? At right. the beginning, and how he gradually yeah. improved as an actor, yeah, yeah. Which he, you know, he gives all of that to James Avery, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, who and and yeah. your famous point, the 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 moment you were talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely, I don't know if anybody saw the documentary that he did about Fresh the reunion. I, I, I saw some of it, and he talked about yeah. James Avery and how in that moment, that's when he finally said he, you know, he's, that, he's a that's, real fucking actor. Yeah, that's, that's right, acting that's right acting. there. Yeah, yeah that's some real is motherfucking it, acting yeah. right there. Is it is it weird that I'm like? I don't know what I'm waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it, it's like I have that like in my back pocket for a bad day. But I've been yeah. on the road for so long, and I've been popping for so long. I haven't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on, it'll I'm, make you feel good. But I'm on. Man, I just I, I feel like I gotta go get some popcorn. You know what I'm saying? I gotta take I gotta take you a bath cry. first. You might cry. You might. Oh, which episode is this with my crown? Just the, just reunion. the reunion when him. And, oh yeah, yeah. The Fresh Prince I, reunion. I, I've seen I've seen <clears> some <throat> clips, and you know I guess we're gonna talk about Will Smith for a little bit if I get because I like Will Smith. <laughs> I like Will Smith too. Seeing the seeing the backstory between, you know, him and the original I'm Yeah, I I'm Vivian. Yeah. And it was bad, bad, bad um what's the word? 
it's more than bad energy. Like it was bad blood, was bad blood <laughs> like a motherfucker. Yeah. And <clears throat> you know, I just always admire and respect somebody that can apologize. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like people that can look it, it's 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 kind of a apologizing is like an art form until you do it and you get comfortable and you realize, oh, this ain't you become in control of your ego and you realize, man, ain't nothing wrong with it's apologizing. Shit, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like straight up, like a lot of people, like it's hard. I don't know why, you know, even for me, like why it was always so hard to be like, yeah, I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was just a subconscious thought to think, okay, if I admit that I'm wrong now, every time we have an argument, you know, you're going to come back to remember when you was wrong here. Right. So you always wanted to fight and, and, and not admit when you were wrong. But I I know they had terrible, terribly, terribly, terribly bad blood. For him to be like, yo, I was a kid. Like, I did that. You know, and to own that shit, man, like, I, I respect it and admire it. Yeah, I, I can respect that too, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, the whole thing with, with the apology and – I don't understand why it is so hard for people to apologize. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what? Right on. We're gonna leave it at that. No, let's get it. Come nah. on. That, we 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 not we not here for the <laughs> for the for the whole back. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was. Like, is this mine's like mine? Yeah, we uh it shouldn't be hard to apologize to motherfuckers, period. <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that. You know, I think it comes down to stubbornness and pride, man. Those are two. Yeah, and two ego, ad- ego. Well, I mean, and that kind of funnels up to ego, right? Because that's kind of like the motivating aspect of it. But it's like <clears throat> people are so stubborn, or they got so much pride that they feel like it's it's weak to apologize. Which you know is I'm wild. Like, but if you fucking wrong, if you fucking wrong, you fucking wrong. And if you fucking wrong, and if you need to apologize. Fucking man up or woman up and fucking apologize because once you apologize, you free yourself up and that person up for forgiveness and healing. And you don't, you're not allowed to fucking heal into that apology. You know, one of the most prolific things I've ever fucking read was accepting the apology that you may never get. That, that never fucking came. That never fucking comes, man. And you know, once I once I ate that shit up right there, it changed my perspective on things because. So, I was holding on to so much shit that, that I felt like motherfuckers need to apologize to me about. And it's like, they gone on with their motherfucking life. But I'm still they sitting here mad. They don't give a fuck about they hurt my feelings or or they hurt my feelings. And, oh, look at the shine. He's sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you would rather be, you would rather have me sensitive to your fucking emotions and to your feelings than me straight up telling you, you know what? Fuck you. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. And I've had to come to that point with people. And then I became an asshole. Right? Right. But I'm not a fucking asshole. But I'm not a sensitive motherfucker either. But I'm not going to let motherfuckers just run all over me. Man, it, I completely sympathize. And I've, I, I can think about just, just all of the, all of the, you get to, you just look, all of the stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just, example of how the world is backwards. You know, you can you you have in your mind that it's it's weak to admit you're wrong and weak to apologize, and you have all these thoughts on why you shouldn't do it. When if you really break it down, what's if something is one of the most difficult things to do, and only certain people can do it? How is that weak? Just, how? Oh, okay. I've no. It's 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 you know it's not weak, and it's almost very. Similar to the stigma attached to like mental health, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's directly related. Yeah, it is directly related because like, look, 
every interaction we have is an energy exchange. Everyone, you know, whether it's over the phone, whether it's in person, whether it's a group of people, whatever energy is being exchanged. Right. And if, you know, you're too stubborn to have too much pride to let go of something or to not apologize for something or to hold a grudge or to be bitter about something. You are still holding on to that energy while that other individual is gone and they've moved on. Right. Right. So you're letting something affect you that ain't even there anymore. Right. That's right. not even there. And what it does, it affects every other aspect of your life. So, you know, detachment is one of the most, you know, is probably one of the the, the most beneficial things that you can learn and understand because when you're able to detach and you're able to eliminate bitterness and that pride and that stubbornness and just completely cut that exchange off and move on with your life, then, you know, you're, you're just going to be better for it in every aspect of your life because you're not holding on to that dead weight, that dead energy that's just clouding your life. You know what I'm saying? And then you snap on, you know, another person because of what, you know, your homeboy did to you a few days ago or something like that. You know what I mean? And that same that same bubble is is forgiveness. Right. You know, now, Attachment, man. For, for for me, it was in my head, you know, it was it was difficult. Like once you hurt me or you wronged me, I didn't want no more of that. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So the thought <clears throat> is, you know, if I forgive this person, if I let go of this anger and then it happens again, you know, and like you mentioned, I'm not no. You're not about to walk over me, right? You know, and so now you you talk about detachment, and then you start learning and understanding. Yo, it's, it has nothing to do with what anybody else is doing. This is this is about me, right? Like, and that's when you start. I can't be. You can't be affected by other people now, right? You know, detachment. Detachment is the catalyst to healing. Once you let that shit go, because we've talked about this before, you cannot heal yourself in the same place that you get sick. Absolutely. Nor not. can you heal yourself in the same place that you get hurt. So in order for you to start healing, like we said, you gotta rip the motherfucking band-aid off, deal with the pain, and get through it. And and I know that sounds somewhat harsh and it sounds somewhat tough, but sometimes healing requires tough love where you have to do things that you don't want to do in order to heal yourself. Because if you if you don't detach, you're going to constantly accept apologies and you're going to constantly stay fucking sick or your feelings are going to constantly stay fucking hurt. And who the fuck wants to go through their life being hurt by everybody or or being attached to what 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 hurt them? Fuck not that. me. Fuck no. that. No, you know, not, it's not it's me. a lot of self-reflection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can, I could, I could dig that. I could dig the validity and self reflection. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then again, you gotta look at it too. A lot of people are afraid to reflect on themselves. That's just terrifying. It's it's one thousand percent. I almost right. hit the table. I almost banged on the table. Yeah, it's it's one thousand percent terrifying. Yeah, look at your ass in the mirror. And but be that's honest. but that's the that's the first step. Yeah, if it you want to get on that path to enlightenment, like. That's the first step. You have to be able to acknowledge, number one, you know what I'm saying, that you've obviously been conditioned and your whole mind's fucked up. But number two, <laughs> to be able to, I mean, just keep it real. Yeah. Um, that acknowledgement is very important. But to be able to look in the mirror and 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 look at all the the issues that you have to deal with and understand that, okay, I have work to do. And once you can you can look in the mirror and you can say that I have work to do, then you can start working. But until you can acknowledge that, but so many motherfuckers are are, are so either full of themselves or so much in denial, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
that they never even get to that steps because you you can't put you can't start putting work in until you self reflect and realize that you do need work in the first place, right? Or, or or just or just be honest with yourself. Be honest with you. like, hey, I done said it on the podcast many times. I'm fucked up in the head. Self proclaim, <laughs> I'm fucked up, but I'm doing the work to unfuck myself. Mentally. But a lot of people won't and say what you just said though. Okay, because. They are afraid of being ridiculed or they are afraid of being transparent because they can't handle the other people's opinions and to what they have to say as far as you're admitting to something. You're you're being vulnerable and you're opening up yourself. Right. So they are afraid to whether it's the backlash or whether uh, one of my favorite words that I think is complete bullshit uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> what, you, what, no what, what, what you got? What's wrong there with no fucking, criticism? Man, there is no fucking <laughs> such thing as constructive criticism. Criticism is criticism. Criticism. No matter how, no matter how you dress criticism up in a pretty fucking dress, you could wrap a goddamn bow around his head. It's still criticism. Here we go. And when you criticize somebody, you put their ass on the defensive. So they're not going to, nine times out of ten, they're not, not going to get your point because all they're thinking about is defending themselves because you criticize I'm, re- them. I'm ready to challenge that. Now we got, a, now we got a topic, baby. Come on with Now, now we got a topic, baby. Okay. So, when and, and breaking down constructive criticism, the reason why I, I believe in it heavily uh-huh. is because it's not what you say. I strongly believe it's how you say it. Now, okay. Now, okay. Now, I got so, that. So, when, when we talk about criticism, calling it constructive. You know, for example, <clears throat> your handwriting. You know, I can look at your handwriting. Yo, your handwriting fucking sucks. Take a class. You know what I'm saying? Or I can come and say, yo, I think if you took a class, I think that your writing would be a little bit better. It would be easier to read. I think that you would get further if you took this class. Like, that's those are di- that's constructive. Okay, okay, okay. But it's a difference. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but, but if I'm fucked up, if I'm fucked up and uh, you think, if I do it this way, it'll be better. Th- that's still gonna fucking offend me if I'm fucked up. If I'm yep. if I'm in that place, so it's kind of like it don't really matter how you say it because you. Be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> that if you uh slow down on your R's <laughs> and you put a little bit more curves in your C's, uh, your handwriting come out a lot better. Well, who the fuck are you? <laughs> And you're Who right. the fuck are you to criticize my you, handwriting? You're right, but the key thing that you said was when you're fucked up. Yeah. And so it won't work for someone that's fucked up, but for nah. someone that is balanced, yo, it it matters. It, it completely matters how someone says something to you. That's probably the best thing that I've learned just in relationships with people is how the fuck I say shit. You know, like I, I used to just, I, I, I used to just say, I used to just speak I agree, my mind. But I'm not there yet because I don't feel like. And I'll be honest. I'll be completely yeah. honest. I'll be completely honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can say something real soft, and it'll still be fucked up. <laughs> I can say something real loud, right? And somebody still think it's fucked up. You can't please everybody. No, it, it, look, it comes down to intention, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if if I'm telling you something, but it's coming out of place out of a place of love, you're gonna feel that. You know what I'm saying? If you're not fucked up though, uh, if, no, if he's if, fucked up, if you still, yeah, if, he might if, not. No, if, if you fucked up, you because 
we fail to see the love aspect of it because all we see is. But you saying you fucked up? I mean, but but you ain't Christian. fucked up like that. You can you can you can de- decipher intent. if somebody's showing because, you the value because I have pulled myself out of the depths of being completely fucked up. Now I'm still fucked up, but I'm not as fucked up as I used to. Another be. example. Another example. Peep it. Let's take basketball. This is this is even easier. Okay. You're shooting free throws. Uh huh. Shooting free throws. Boing. Boing. Uh-huh. Boing. Uh-huh. Someone comes up to you like, oh, your fucking jump shot sucks. Yeah. Fix that shit. Yeah, well, versus, I'm, I'm working on it. Ver, now, now versus someone coming up to you saying, yo, your wrist, like when you shoot, you twist it this way. Here, give me the ball. You take it yeah. and you shoot it that way. That's going to help. They, yeah. If they if someone provides value to you yeah. constructively yeah. and it's value, I, even, yeah. even when you're fucked up, yeah. well, that's, there's yeah. the difference. But that's where the intention comes in because the first way you said it is almost the intent like, man, why the fuck are you even shooting, bro? You Absolutely. Can't. The second one is look, look, man. I'll give you some tips. You know, obviously, I know what I'm. Y'all here like you LeBron know. in the fourth quarter, just missing shots. Okay, so what do you say? <laughs> what do you say to the person? Did you say if you flick your wrist, if you pop your wrist, and you hold your elbow tight, and you give them all the instructions, and they choose not to take your instruction at all? Now you can't get that's upset. On them. Exactly, that's but on but them. You can't I'm get good. Upset, but some some people get upset. Well, well I, I gave them the advice. That's where I, the intention they, comes. That's the intention. They're fucked up too. That's the intention. That's the intention because, like, if you're giving advice with the intention with with the intent of helping somebody versus I'm giving you advice so you can take it and improve, which will make me feel better. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different intention. That's not a place oh, of love. Okay, oh, that's man. that's ego type shit. Oh man, yeah. Oh man, no man. Look, this is the point I'm making, right? And, it, and it's, it's it's a hard concept for people to grasp. Not saying I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not saying any names. That was, that was criticism. Yeah, she <laughs> just criticized me. And it wasn't constructive. No, I, I'm not pointing. You see that no, shit? I'm not. I'm not I'm pointing. Guess, no, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's hard. Word up, word up. I understand it is hard for people to look in a mirror and be like, "Well, I'm A B C D E F G." Right. Because once you realize. That you sitting at home with mental health issues because you watching Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, or reading some Dr. Sebi. But once you realize that you fucked up in the head, you have a choice. Either you try to start working on that shit or you just remain who the fuck you are. And some people just want to remain who the fuck and they some are. People, and well, you got to accept that shit. You, you got to you accept, accept that. that shit. You got to accept that. You got to understand that, you know what? Hey, no matter how much constructive criticism you give a motherfucker, they ain't gonna take it. It co- look, look, look. It comes down to two things, man. Because like, if you're fucked up in the head and you're, you know, listening to all those doctors, and you have those two choices, and you choose not to self reflect and try to better yourself, instead you choose to play the victim. Mm. Then all you're gonna do is either, you know, try to focus everything on something external. Try to, you know, whether it's attention, posting shit on social media to see what kind of likes you get, what type of response what, you what get. Kind, what kind of, you know what, what kind of, uh, what kind of heat check you doing for other miserable motherfuckers? Yeah, and misery. That's right. The whole right, misery right, loves company type it. of shit. I fucking said it and I meant it. You miserable motherfuckers. <laughs> on. Okay, no, I'm just no, that's real shit though, because like that's, but there is a 
majority of there's a big group of people that are playing the victim card and they like the attention they get from external shit. And it's and it's no there's no substance. There's no true validity with it. But they see it as validity because they hear other people coming to their God. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, my God. That post that post you put up. Is everything okay? Blah, 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 blah. Instead of looking in that mirror, self-reflecting, doing the inner work and getting yourself from point A to point B and getting yourself on a path to getting yourself back to loving yourself. You know what I'm saying? And and that's, that's, I mean, for a person to get to the path to loving themselves. And, and that's, that's, that's the goal. That's, how do you do it? That's how do you do it? How do you, how do you get to the, how, how do you get to the point to where insecure, you're insecure. Okay. You know, okay. how do you, how do okay. people get there? With, with insecurity, right? Cause I, I've, I've dealt with insecurity and we all have for I, sure. Yeah. And, and I, and I'll be honest once again, I'll be honest. I'll be transparent and shit. <laughs> um, I, I've dealt with insecurities. You know what I'm saying? We all do. But yeah, what we, me personally, it's just like, you got to, you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself with your flaws and all. Um, it it starts with that's where healing starts. Also with self care, <clears throat> self love. So, so one thing you can always do is is, is start doing something for yourself. Uh, maybe it's right. take a walk. Maybe it's fix, fix your favorite food. It could be as simple as um, getting up and washing your ass. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Whatever is important. Clean cleaning up. Whatever gives you a spark that you like to do. That's kind of like the first step. That's that's mm-hmm. that's what. That's what started me on, on the path of just mm-hmm. what do I enjoy doing? Like, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck makes me happy? It right. all comes full circle. <laughs> right on. You know, like Word what up. what what makes me happy? You yeah. know, like I, I I've been I've had a camera in my hand for years and years, except for 2020. I ain't picked that bitch up except for like twice, which was kind of wild. Right. But that's how I got back into it. Before I even started, you know, trying to write skits and write anything, I was right. just like, yo, like at the end of the day, I just love this camera. I love I love how it makes me feel. You know, yeah, I, I love yeah. just being out there, just me and the camera and just shoot just shooting shit. Yeah. You know, that's it's, how I feel about cooking, bro. Yeah, it's a process, man. I mean, yeah. that's why we always say healing in process, because we're all every single one of us is healing in process. Right. All right, right so right, right, like right. if, you know, you, you brought up insecurities now and you talk about how do you learn to love yourself? Right. Most people don't love themselves because of insecurities. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. what caused those insecurities? Other right? people. Other people. Society. Conditioning. Right. You know, society tells us that we're supposed to look like this. Your, per- your perception also kind of. Um, but where does that perception come from? Society. You, exactly. It all comes down to how society has programmed you to think that people are supposed to look like this. Act like this, be like this. They're supposed to drive this car. They're supposed to do this, that, and the other. You throw in some social media to where people yeah, are flaunting just, that type of shit. The, um, yeah, one of the biggest tools now is social media, right? Which so pits everybody against everybody, and which is already yeah. which is already sprinkled and built and and embedded with um, different types of fucking addictive uh, uh, technology. You know, to make you addicted to it in the first place. And all of a sudden you have individuals who are so are drowning so much in their insecurities, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm just you cooking. So I'm just, I'm just symbolizing <laughs> yeah. what, you, what, you, what right. you're doing here. So absolutely. The first thing, the first thing out of anything. And, and this will be in my book everybody out there. Um, no plug <laughs> is you have to break the fucking conditioning. 
Say yeah. it again. You have to. Yeah. Well, first thing, you have to acknowledge that you've been conditioned. Right. But then right. you have to break that because that's where those insecurities stem from. Right. Right. You know, society, the movies and everything tells you that a, you know, 102 pound, five foot seven, blonde haired woman is the epitome of beauty. And that is it. Right. So then you have a bunch of teenage girls walking around fucking starving themselves and extremely insecure because they don't look like Barbie. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's conditioning. That is programming. You know what I mean? Like we were cleaning out my daughter's, um, uh, we, we had just moved and she had a bunch of, you know, they had a bunch of books, you know, from, from my middle daughter to my youngest that have been passed down and some of them were Barbie. I said, you know what, we're giving those away. We're, we're donating them. Those, you don't need to read those books. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't represent, you know, they, all they do is represent conditioning. Right. And that's what you have to look at it like. Well, they, they, they're, they're enforcing, they're, they're enforcing a fucked up stereotype of this is the, um. This is society's standard of beauty. Exactly. Yes. I just want to say, uh, this is America. That's just going through my head. Child says I'm like, this is America. Truth, man. You know, and that's why, you know, and I'll bring this up, man. You know, just to get in, you know, we talked entertainment, we talked shows, we should we've talked basically everything this episode. Um, you know, you look at someone like Kyrie Irving in the NBA, right? Who is completely against the grain. And Sage King. And I've been, you know, I've been a Kyrie fan, you know, with him being drafted by Cleveland and whatnot and, you know, watched his career, you know, progress and whatnot. And because he's been so against the grain, he's kind of been ostracized and kind of outcasted, you know, as this troublemaker or what or whatnot because of his perception on life. You know what I'm saying? Which is but amazing. You know, Talk about his perception on life real quick. You know, but he, he's become a, he's he's become a troublemaker in a sense because he simply speaks his mind and he's not conforming to society's um expectation of him. Right. Hey there look, look. And and here's and here's and this is what a hard and he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, and this was a hard thing for me to understand and I had to grow through because I've always been a massive sports fan. I know you guys are both big sports fans, right? Like sports is entertainment. Yeah, it's not at, life. At the end of the day. Yeah, it's not life. It's not that fucking serious, you know, but the perception of society is, oh, my God, he doesn't dedicate himself to the team. Everything's about the team. Everything is this, then this is how you're supposed to act because this is how athletes act because it's all about the team and what he's done for the team. Man, this motherfucker is a human being, right? First, 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 who has a family, who has a life, who has dreams, aspirations, ideas, thoughts, and he just happens to be really fucking good at basketball. And he makes a living doing it. That doesn't mean he has to conform to what society's perception of what an athlete is supposed to be. That's a that's an episode, man. You know, we've just we've watched sports for years and never really put two and two together on how these people are actually treated because of the amount of money that they make. They are supposed to be these puppet machines that only care about their team. Until until we until we until we've gotten older and matured, fuck that, and really understood the level, of, the level of the bullshit that's going on behind the scenes. Because like, like when we were little, or when we were younger, we were watching Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and Doctor the J. greatest, huh? The yeah, greatest. Larry, Larry was good. Well, actually, the we greatest said Michael is um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. 
is the greatest basketball player that ever picked up a basketball. That's next episode, everybody. Keep keep going, bro. Right. Um, <laughs> but we, we, you know, because like you said, it's yeah. entertainment. So we're being entertained, but we're not thinking about um, their life, their livelihoods, and how how they how they um, think and how they conduct themselves. Because look, all we want to see them is shoot shoot the basketball, dribble, cross somebody up, yeah. and and take it to the rack. That's all we give a fuck about. Period. But we don't give a fuck about if you know what I'm saying, uh, like 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 the Isaiah, uh, Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah Thomas when his sister pa- oh when his yeah. sister passed yeah. when he was playing with the, the Boston Celtics, and he was he was clearly an emotional wreck. And you know, some people some people kind of criticize the organization for having a camera on him when he's crying. But this 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 man just lost his sister. Yeah. And you find it in your heart to criticize him because he's crying on TV, sitting on the sideline. Well, he's doing his job, but yet he's still mourning for his sister. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Just like the whole statement of, of the chick that, that, that told LeBron to just shut up and dribble. You know, well, that's got racial undertones with it as well. Yeah, but but Drew Brees could say whatever the fuck he wants. Well, so can Tom Brady. So can Tom Brady, and he can yeah. conduct himself. However, he wants on the sidelines, but there's no double standard for him. And that's you know, and and honestly, man, that's why you know I I've done a 180 on Kyrie because I when I was conditioned and and literally a quote unquote um, diehard fan, not just diehard fan, but just like basically a slave to sports and shit. Let's and not let's not use a slave. Okay, you're, you're fine. Let's, you're fine. You'll be I'm right. just saying like let's, you'll be okay. Let's just I'm um, just saying like let's you know let's. Uh, What's another word, bro? Give um, me a synonym. Okay, give me give me a second. Um, you're a fan of sports. That's not strong, but that's okay, that's okay, all right, okay. Um, uh, you're an indentured servant to sports. No, that's not good either. Very um, how about you're just a super fanatic of sports? There you go. Fanatical. Super fanatical, right? Right. right. <laughs> there will be and no slavery words around here. Right, 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 right. So right. you know what I'm saying? And and you know when Kyrie decided he wanted to leave Cleveland and go to Boston, and then he was in Boston, and all these other things were happening to him with his teammates. You know, I kind of had a different perception of him. But when I as I started as I started to grow, when I started to break my condition, I started to realize. He's Who Kyrie something. is. He is onto something. You know, there's a reason the dude has seven chakras on the bottom of his shoe. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason that when he talks to the media, he's almost laughing because he knows how fucking superficial and how much bullshit goes into play. Yes, it is something that he is mandated to do and he will do it, you know, for the most part, you know, but he's not going to be a quote unquote, no, can't use the word. He's not going to be, um, controlled by the media um, and he's not going to let them, you know, kind of dictate the way he's going to think or act, you know? So when he does things like walk around uh TD garden with Sage, how's that negative? Right. Because he well, wants to clear some negative energy well, yeah. and, and that, and that's, and that's plastered all over every major media site it's a story. with captions saying this guy's weird and this guy's different and this guy's this and that the Sage King. Right, the Sage King or whatever you want to call it, when all he's trying to do is what he believes is, you know, make, you know, improving the energy in the place. And I put, and I said this when it happened in the Minds Like Minds group. I said if he went around with a motherfucking uh, cross, uh, you know, a, a rosary, and started waving that around and maybe doing some prayers before the game, that's okay. 
But you, nah. you you bring some sage in there, nah. and we got an issue. But people but don't understand it. That, that's the the other thing is. What happens when we don't understand something? Actually, since we, say we, we fear. It. What happens when people it. don't understand something? We, they fear. It. They 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 um you know they try to manipulate it. They, they try to destroy it. Ask him. Ask the man why, and then listen I mean, to his response and, but, and but take it know, from there. You, you gotta think of the, the whole thing with the with the sage itself. You know what I'm saying? Like the sage, uh, yoga. That lifestyle is is taboo. It's not. It's not right. I know a lot of Christians think that that's witchcraft and shit like that. Yoga? Yeah. You ever done sweat yoga? I've never done sweat yoga, but I have sweated while I was doing yoga. So it's almost the <laughs> kind of the same, same it's thing. Almost, it's, almost, it's almost the same thing. Yeah. Then, I'm not really, I, lo- I like yoga now, don't get me wrong, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to become a, pa- a practitioner of it, and I just haven't got there yet. You going to do goat yoga? I've seen it. I've uh, seen it with I, my own eyes. You I've, seen it? I heard that's goat yoga. Fun. Yeah, you ever do Falun Gong before? Huh? You ever do Falun Gong? Is that the dance? Mm-mm. The Gundam style? <laughs> like the, 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 is that? Yeah. Nah. No, nah. that's not it. All right. Falun Gong. Falun Gong. It's almost like a yoga, but your hands are up the entire time. Nope. Ooh, I ain't that's did cardio. that shit. Yeah. That's cardio. That's some real shit. But I'm, I'm, cool I'm with something. it though. I'm with it. But back to you know last thing. I mean, even with Kyrie when he made the flat Earth statement, like, and he was attacked, and I remember one of the reporters saying. You know, asking him about it, and he's like, you know, look, man, I, it's it's just something I, I said. I think the it's, earth is flat. It's it's something that you? you know that I, interesting, you know that I that I've done research on this, that, and the other. And he's like, yeah, but do you realize that you're a, you know, he's like, but why is it important? Why does it even matter? Right. And and, and the reporter's like, well, you know, a lot of kids look up to you, and they might start thinking that, and like, and? okay, well, what the, the fuck's wrong with I that? Mean, it's, it's, it, even even if you don't think it's the truth, it's it's pretty close to the truth because what we know. What we know that is not the truth is there were some big ass sphere circle hurling through space at sixty seven thousand miles an hour, uh, twirling. That's not what the fuck is going Why on. Why do we get dizzy every time we spin around like that? Like if you stand up right now and start spinning around, the room will continue to spin. Why is that? Okay, I know there's an intelligent explanation. I don't want the intelligent answer. I want the hood answer. But I mean, you just you just get. <laughs> I want that real. You basically you just getting dizzy. What's the urban and, dictionary and answer? You, um, you know what I mean? You you dis um, disorienting your 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 navig your your mental navigation system. So well, you you manipulating yeah. that shit to uh, where you know because. I'll give you the the, the, the nerd answer. Afterwards. Shit is shit. You gonna give me balanced. the science? You gonna give me the knowledge? Ahead, shit is balanced. You know what I'm saying? Right. So once you start spinning around, you kind of throw that shit off. Your yeah. equilibrium. Yeah. yeah, your equilibrium. Because the the endoplasmum. Yeah. Is connected to the sp- flux capacitator. Oh, oh um, Did you say flux capacitator? The endoplasm is connected to the flux capacitator. And th- is that from Back to the Future? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> but but now, 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 that's not to be mistaken with the um, auxiliary cord that's hooked up to the... Um, the, the the defibrillator. Oh, word I, up, word I up. was thinking of the defibrillator. That, that's what it is. But the, you gotta have the auxiliary cord. You can't to that top shit. that, Ramon. I don't, don't even give us man, your man, answer. Next topic. Shit, talking Not- about that girl again, <laughs> talking that shit. That motherfucker crazy. What he talking about? <laughs> Who the fuck is this dude? Right on. Oh, man. Right uh, on. Hey, y'all want to wrap it up? No. What you got, man? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Three homeboys. <laughs> Sitting around with some microphones in their face talking I shit. Yeah, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't ready. Question for you. What's up, brother? Talk to me. I saw a um it was a while. It was a while ago. I saw a meme that you had posted <clears throat> that had said 
even if I don't know you, I love you. Yes. Right. Oh yes. I you know what I'm saying. Yes. Even if I don't Pushing know you, I love movement. I love you. Huh? Pushing the love movement. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. Absolutely. I, we I, love I, motherfuckers around here. Man, I, I love it. You know what I'm saying. I didn't do that on purpose. Right. But I, I posed the question because I, I think back to it was maybe like three or four years ago. And I had some friends that every time, every time they saw someone, yep. you know, whether not knowing how well they know, knew them or not, they would say, all right, see you later. I love you. And like, I remember like getting offended, like, yo, you don't know them. Like, how, how are you saying you love them right. if, if you don't if you don't know them? Like, that, that's that's phony. Like, what's their middle name? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so. Obviously, the, my thoughts of the middle name is just a label, and it doesn't really matter. Obviously, you know, I've 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 grown from that thought process, you know, and I think differently. But I just I just wanted to I just wanted to hear your thoughts on love, and, and you know, yeah. just sharing love, and you know, I want to hear your thoughts on the love movement. We pushed that shit. Yeah, we pushed that shit. Um, we've been we've been pushing that love movement shit for forty six, forty seven episodes now. I feel it. I felt it when I came. In that's the room. um. That's yeah. See, because like, okay. Like the love movement, right? It's 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 just like it's just how we approach life. I mean, me personally, I don't ha- I don't have to know you. You're a human being just like I am. Therefore, I have love for you. And, and Is there you. a difference between having love for someone and loving someone? Well, I mean, I love humanity. You know, to a certain extent, I, I, I love everybody. I mean, I, I've said that before. I love everybody. I, I try not to have any, you know, this, that, and other. I feel this way about this person, this person. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, you know, because there was a time where I had hatred in my heart. And I, I wanted to remove that shit because I wanted, to be a, I wanted to be allowed to grow. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So in order for me to grow, I had to let that hatred shit go. I had to stop spewing hatred. I, and I'll give you a perfect example. Um, me personally, Eric Deshaun Edwards, I used to bash religion a lot, right? Right, I remember. Uh, especially Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've grown to a point where I'm not, I'm not necessarily bashing it anymore because I understand the concept that they're, that they're, that they're getting at, mm-hmm. right? Like, like with the um, the proverbial Christ-like consciousness, um, the grand scheme of things, that consciousness is just a high level of consciousness that people are trying to achieve. Whether it's Christ-like, Buddha-like, uh, Hindu-like, or whatever it may be, but the the pure essence of it is just trying to reach the top level of atonement within yourself. You feel me? So thousand percent. Let's push love. I dig it. Um, how'd you get there? Um, <clears throat> you know, it's you know, I mean, pretty much a lot of what he said. But um, I thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few things. Number one, oneness is is realizing that we're all part of the same collective consciousness. Like we're all part of the same thing. We all came from the same thing. We all come from the same thing. We're all connected, right? So what happens in your life indirectly affects me. What happens in the person walking outside indirectly affects me. What happens on the other side of the world indirectly affects me. Um, so as long uh, as... 
Because everything, we're all part of the same consciousness. So consciousness is what creates reality. Energy. Right? Yeah. So if there's a war going on in fucking Russia right now, right? It doesn't directly affect me right now. But indirectly, it affects me. It affects the consciousness of the world. And if the collective consciousness continues to rise and continues to ascend, it's going to be for the betterment of humanity. So we're all connected, right? That's, That's... that's the spiritual aspect of it. But love, love is an energy exchange, right? Thanks. So any person that you meet, like I said, you make an exchange with them. I choose to exchange love from my heart chakra. Like when you come and meet me, you know, you're going to get love. You know, is there levels of love? Of course. You know what I'm saying? Because there's levels of energy, you know, amounts of energy, types of energy, things of that nature. But that right there. Frequencies of energy. That right. right there. So like when you come in my presence or, you know, you have that energy exchange with me, I'm, I'm giving, you know, I, you know, aim to give out as much love as I possibly can, whether that's asking how your day was or commenting you on your pink shirt or, I mean. you know, whatever the case may be, that's love. That's coming from a place of love. So, yes, you know what I'm saying? I might not know somebody, but I do love them. Not to mention I'm a motherfucking empath. I think all three of us in here are empaths. Oh, yeah. So, like, we feel things on a whole different level. I'm a shine. Uh, word up. So, like, you know, when I see things on TV or, or, you know, people hurting or struggling or anything, I feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, regardless of the distance, regardless of the medium, you know what I'm saying? I'm sending love. You know what I mean? You could I be do. on TV. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have to be within, within arm's reach or even in the same room to send somebody love. They feel it. You know what I mean? I do. You know, it could be, you know, there's there's no bounds to energy. It's not a physical, it's not a physical, um, it's not in the physical realm, right? It's in the etherical. So you could send love to somebody in China right now and they would feel it if that intent is there. So that's that's what that means to me. I dig it. I um I wanna I can dig it. I wanna circle back um when you were talking about uh what war how much time we got? We good, oh, we good. Oh, we good. Okay. Um you're talking about war across the country, right? Yes. And all I could think was, there's a war going on outside no man is safe from. Yeah. It don't matter if you six feet or eight one. Yeah. I've yeah. been holding that bar like for like the last... Yeah. You know how hard it is who, who to hold that? a rap bar? Killer Cam. Cameron. Cameron. Cam. You know how hard it is to really lock into what somebody is saying, but you got this bar in the back of your head bar. and you try and remember and you don't want to forget it? You said one earlier that I, that I, that I had a bar. Now <laughs> I forgot it. I'm mad <laughs> Yo, I, I asked that. I, I asked that question, and because I, I know you know the love movement, obviously, you know I know how you how you, how you gentlemen move. And hey, new, new new love movement t shirts on sale right now. Check it out. Oh yeah, uh, mindslikeminds dot com. Shout you know out man? to the love movement. You know what I mean? So I'll get on board with that shit. Well, yeah. we should because for me, my arrival there it, it was different. You know, it kind it kind of spawned more from being in a bad place, being mad. And I was mad for a long fucking time in this past year and a half. Man, I was fucking mad. I'm not saying this past year, but there's, you know, I just. I feel you. Constantly carrying a baggage of anger around. You know, this is a whole nother episode, but I just want to want to comment on that because it's, you know. I've, I I didn't I didn't know how angry I was and how angry I've been like my whole life. I've just you know just you just carry this thing that just there like this this feeling this uncomfortableness this you know when you go certain places you're not welcome and you you know you you experience that as a as a young child as a young man yeah. and you accept it 
you, you put it you it. and you hold and you put it away and you press on. You know what I mean? And you can smile, you can be happy, you can be all these things. But I didn't realize, you know, what I was holding. So I I I, I identify what you're saying. Right. Uh-huh. Now, um, you know, my 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 love movement and my my Let's call it a journey with love. You know, people say journey a lot and shit. I be getting mad. I don't know why. Everybody hey, like, I, I mean, want this journey, that journey. It's so, stop hey, using the word journey. Well, Find a new word. Life, life. Give us a synonym. Life is a journey, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know. It's, it is a journey, bro. It's, it's, I, yeah. It's, I, it's, you with journey, him with slavery. I mean. Hey, man. hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Easy. Hey. Easy, killer. I mean. <laughs> nah. Uh, um, I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm making he, a point. That's he made it. He made a. He made a, he made a point. He, he, I mean, he's just like yo, easy yeah. on the word. He don't want to hear the word. Look, I mean, don't even know, see it. Like he, hey, he writing down check marks for you. Though, he's, hey, he's gonna pull you to the side after <laughs> this. Like he's writing down notes <laughs> and shit. Like you know, really, he's like, he's gonna like, no, because he loves you. So he's gonna come. Yeah. He's gonna throw love punches at you. Yeah, so love you know, movement. But he just letting you know boundaries, personal space. Let's let's stay away from slaves. You know what let's I'm stay saying? Stay away from referencing slavery. All that. Period. All that. Okay. Did please. you see the movie? Um, Twelve Years a Slave. I did. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was a great movie. It, but it, it's but hard to watch it like that. Isn't it? it is. But I also okay. All right. I thought it was a great movie, but personally, I'm tired of seeing the story of the slave and uh, and the story of the slave and and the righteous white man helped the slave out and. And it may be just one person, or you know what I'm saying. I, I'm 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 sick of seeing I, I, that shit. I, I don't care. You can say whatever yeah, you want. I'm, I ain't I'm, see the whole I'm movie. Just, I ain't watched the whole thing. I can't, I can't I'm just make tired it of seeing. I respect that. it though. I'm just tired of seeing that remade and 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 all that kind of shit. I mean, flux all that. Yeah, I, if I'm ready for the slavery movie where the motherfuckers revolted. Well, we kind of saw that the Django. Hey, well, Jamie. Django. A hey, bit. Jamie. Django. A little <laughs> bit, your, but, your boy Quentin. But you know something yeah. like. Uh, the Haitian Revolution, where where they they overcame it, you know what I'm saying, or hey. they they fought it, you know what I'm saying. I want to see that kind of shit. I want to write, that, write that down. We'll, we'll reconnect. Let's 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 do some cinema on that. You know what I'm the saying. The Haitian oh. Revolution. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, like, like 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 real 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 yeah. shit. You know where what they, I'm saying. Like, like let's put that down. Kept the colonizer out of, out of their lands and shit. I, I want to see some. Uh, you want to see when you want to yeah. see something, make it. Let's make yeah. it. Yeah, I want to see some. I want to um, see some uh, movies where where the colonizer came in and and he didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He he didn't he didn't conquer the land. He got killed. That's yeah. what I want to see. Well, yeah, that's, I that's, know some people that, that could. That shit ain't gonna get green. Light. Probably, it probably won't get green. <laughs> that, that's you know that's the beauty of independence. <laughs> that's that's the beauty of independence. We can make whatever we we can make whatever we want. Right. There's that, an audience for us. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind back right, to my, my right, love. Right. I, I'm go just go know, back to your love. My, my, my no, love. I just don't want to see any more movies like that. No, fuck all that. Back to the journey. Back to the yeah, the journey. Yeah, my love path. Yeah, there you go. My love road. Yeah, hey, I dig it. Um. Anger, mm-hmm. mad, all all these other feelings, and it, it kind of. I learned how to like flip it into like getting motivated around being the exception to the rule. You know what I'm saying? Like that's because the world's fucked up. You know, people are fucked up. Every everything is fucked up, and if you focus on all of those things, you're gonna be mad permanently. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing yeah. changes o- overnight. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it got to the point where I was like, if you if you break it down like this, if everybody approached everyone with love, where are we? What's happening with the world? If oh, I, we're in a loving so, society, you yeah. know what? So 
first yep. and foremost. Now, now, now we're in a world where people can live. Yep. Now we're in a world to where everyone is accepted. We're in a world to where you can be yourself. That's yes. the worst thing that the thing that bothers me so much. Just overall, when I see so many people that are terrified to be themselves, mm-hmm. to the point where they don't even you don't even know who you are. Truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, Very I, true. I feel you on that, man. It's just like a lot of people are. They don't. They don't know who they are. They have no. no ideas to who they are as on an individual level, so they can't project that. And and what they do project is confusion. Hurt. Which pain, like I've said many times, hurt motherfuckers. Hurt, hurt motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? So I mean You got a society of avatars running around, bro. Yeah. And and hey Minus the if, ponytail. If you don't if you don't know how to take the steps in loving yourself, Google that shit. <laughs> Watch our podcast because we're going to try to give you a um, we're going to try to give you an itinerary and buy my book twenty twenty two buy his book twenty twenty two twenty twenty two hire me as your personal chef <laughs> and hire um, Matt to take the photos yes and tell jokes and tell jokes and take the time to rediscover who you are the core of who you are word up and that's how you can start loving yourself. Thank you, brothers, man. Hey, yeah, yeah, M2Ts, man. Hey, throw some plugs out there. Social media, what you working on, all that good shit, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, I like okay. it. Nah, I like ab- it. absolutely not. If you that, meant to find me, you gonna a, find me. You know a, what I'm saying? If you if I'm meant to be found, you, you'll find me. Like I'm, mine, I, podcast first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I'm, I put it. I'm putting everything out there in the Word atmosphere. Up. I'm putting out what yeah. I enjoy, what I love. It's out there. You know okay. what I'm saying? If you're inclined, okay. you like can find me. I mean. That's what's up. It's different, if, but I like it. If, I like if, it a lot. Yo, if you can go find that one stripper that you saw that one time at the club through searching on social uh, media sites and just, track them down. Just a disclaimer. You can find he's me, not yeah. talking about Ramon or RL in particular. RL. He said he's RL. Not, he's not talking about RL in particular or 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 you or chef definition. No, I just meant in, I just meant in general. In you know, general, people yeah. it, generalities. You, know, you can find anything you want to find. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Up. So if yeah, people are inclined up. to come find what, what, what what's yeah. popping with me, I'm here. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, okay, like we gonna shut it down. You know what I'm saying? We could do this all night. You know what I'm saying? But we gonna shut this shit down. And MA2Ts will be back on the show for sure. Absolutely. In studio, Deshaun, tell them something before, before say we something. Get out of there. Talk to the people. Um, say man, uh, you know I've had a great weekend. Uh, I have a lot of personal changes in my life, man. I'm extremely motherfucking happy right now. You're looking good, so, bro. Appreciate First that. First thing, I ain't seen you in two, year, two three two years. years. Yeah, looking good, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. No doubt. I feel good. Um, you know, we got some some pretty hardcore shit that we brought to launch. Mm. Um, as far as chef definition and huh. definition of flavor is um, is, is is going. You know what I'm saying? I'm hyped, so man. it's it's coming. Um, stay tuned to be continued like a motherfucker. That's dope. That's what's up. We out of here. Peace.